Welcome to Jersey Smarties. Uh, we got a couple good things going on today. How about you? How was your day, sir? Today was beautiful, man. Had a great time. I enjoyed myself at work. Had a blast. It was so busy. I, 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 I barely get out of work on time. I know. Did you know. enjoy it's your always... day? Yeah, it was uh, fulfilling and rewarding. Met new people, made new friends. You know, it was really good. That's really good. good. That's what life's all about, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they tell me. Um, did you happen to see uh, the uh, forest fire in Echo is now up to 1,600 acres? Yeah, that's a, that's in your uh, neck of the woods, right? In the, yeah, our neck of the woods here. And uh, it is, uh, they have it 85% uh, contained. And uh, they, actually, they shut down the road, so you can't really get down that end of the road. But nice. thank God it's contained. And uh, again, you know. It, it it sucks. No property loss, just a lot of trees, unfortunately. Well, as long as uh, no lives are lost, right? I mean, that's right. That's that the could big be thing. a bigger tragedy. Yeah. So, um, got a real special guy coming on that um, we're gonna have a fun time talking to. So, I've known this guy now for about five years, and a uh, little background on him: this guy played college football. He almost made it to the NFL. Um, he got an injury, and that's what caused him to, to be able to bounce out of there. But then he took his skills, and he became a police officer in Delaware. And then from that, he became a state trooper in Delaware and uh, felt that the public service world wasn't providing him the satisfaction he needed, so he wanted to work and take care of people that needed more help and were more vulnerable. And he got into the IDD world. Uh, amazing leader, amazing worker. Um, he works in uh, an agency right now. He's a multi-state director over a couple of different areas. And uh, really, all around, great, great guy. Um, the only downfall to this whole thing is he's an Eagles fan. But, you know, I forgive him yes. for that. Hey. <laughs> To stop it. And uh, without further ado, <laughs> Mr. Robert, anyway. Mr. Robert Reeves. Robert, welcome, man. Welcome, my friend. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Sam, Sam was definitely a little uh, uh, overzealous. <laughs> no, listen, you know what? He, he forgot something. He completely forgot something. And, and we have to stick together on this. That friend. he's a good-looking guy, that he's bald just like me. Great beard. Great beard. Look at that beard. He's oh, amazing. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. But Rob, honestly, you, that, you played man. college ball and you were you wanted to go to the NFL, yeah. am I right? Correct, correct. Yeah, I um uh played uh played in Delaware actually at a high school called Christian High, um, in Delaware. And um went to college uh on a, a scholarship. Um uh and local and, and well actually where I grew up at right outside of Chester uh went to college uh D2 school and um had, had a, a great great I mean overall great career um but um fun, funny story um I I got there and that was the 14th corner on the depth chart <laughs> <laughs> um, first day of camp 14 I'm like why they got me at 14 like I, I had about 20 corners up there had me at 14 why I was 14 I don't know because it was a lot of freshmen uh, but by the time camp broke, um, I was the number three corner uh, my freshman year going into the season. And um, um, 
second second game in, still the number three corner, and the the starting cornerback gets arrested the night before the game. <laughs> <laughs> what a break! And, uh, what a break! I, I got an opportunity. Um, yeah, got an opportunity, and um, I actually ran an interception back ninety three yards in that first game, wow. and uh, I n- never lost a spot. <laughs> So a, a little bit of luck, I guess. Yeah, you know, a little bit of skill. Um, you know, but I, I prepared. Uh, but uh, I n- never lost a spot, man. So um, the, the rest is history. I had had a great career um, um, in, in college. Uh, but top, fast forward uh, fourth year, uh, lingering foot injury, um, and it just couldn't get right. And I was thinking about having uh, surgery, but I said, uh, you know what? Um, I, I I didn't didn't want to didn't want to go that route and um you know eventually after um and and we had NFL scouts at practice you know because we had a couple good receivers too so we had scouts like literally coming to practice um into the games um but I I could tell um you know just from my my, my foot injury um I, I wasn't you know I, I wasn't who I was um you know because at the end of the day uh, if and, and I didn't get beat, probably ever got beat. But then when the, the injury started to linger and linger, you know, I was popping aspirins and painkillers to just to get the class during the week. Right, right. <laughs> um, so it became uh, to the point where I said, you know what, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't want to choose the surgery route. Um, so eventually, you know, I went to my coach. Last year, a couple games left and said, you know what, because um, I, because, I for two two and a half years I didn't get beat, <laughs> um, but um, I I finally went to him. Man, it, the pain was just was too much. Um, uh, again, I wasn't opting for the surgery. I, I I didn't, you know, if, if I foresaw that, you know, I actually had a, a career in NFL because some because fast forward to year four, um, it did have some uh, arena teams looking at me. Um, which which wanted to give me opportunity, but um, I, I I knew I wasn't going to be myself. So, um, um, so was that an aspiration? Into, was that, was that uh, yeah, an aspiration? Oh yeah, for sure. For to sure. Be a pro pro player. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I, it, it was right there, um, but I knew, um, you know, and with the foot injury, yeah, I never was going to be sort of who I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, even with surgery, you know, it could have came back better. You know, um, things a little different now. You look, people would come back way better now after surgery. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I knew I wasn't going to be who I was. So, um, yeah, just started th- thinking different, you know, switching directions. So what did you major in college? Um, football. Football? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, sociology, sociology, and criminal justice. Okay, and that's what led into your. You started sh- shifting gears, and you said, "I'm going to become a police officer." Correct. Yeah, and and, and it was actually uh, sort of a coincidence and, and quite easy. Um, in my third year, going into the fourth year, I had to have an internship in order to graduate. And um, uh, one of the guys knew somebody who else knew somebody um, got me into an internship with the Wilmington Police Department in Delaware and uh, had to spend 150 hours there that summer. 
Uh, got to know a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of ride-alongs, getting to know the job a little bit. Um, had to do had to do some 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 coursework for them. Um, but you know what? It wasn't it wasn't bad. <laughs> right. um, but no, I mean, it, becoming a police officer was never in the cards, and never thought I would. Um, that but that internship sort of you know shifted my mindset a bit. So how long were you a police officer in total between um, that and the state trooper? Uh, just over five years. Five yeah, years? I became a Wilmington police officer when I was 21. Okay. Yeah, I stayed there for a few years. Um, and being a people person, <laughs> and I'm from an inner city, and, and Wilmington is a very large inner city. Um, and just connected with people, um, you know, it, it, it was – um, it really took me back to a, a sort of a place where I grew up at, um, being in the inner city. Um, but yeah, I built a lot of good connections. I mean, a lot of people who otherwise wouldn't have been talking to police, <laughs> right. relationships with, right. you know, cause we can relate. Um, right. so yeah, I, I, I actually ended up enjoying it a lot. I had a lot of big gun and drug arrests my first year, um, uh, ended up being rookie of the year <laughs> on my platoon. Wow. And uh, yeah, matter of fact, I had 16 gun arrests my first year. Um, the average police officer uh, has 10 their whole career. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and some of those were foot chases. And, um, you know, I, I, I think college football had prepared me for, you know, running and gunning. Uh, but I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, one of the great things about it was, in, in those five and a half years, I, I put my I only had to put my hands on somebody three three times total, um, you know, because I talked to people, right? You know, treated people fair. Um, I, I listen. I gave people multiple opportunities, and most time people complied. And um, but it's more so in your approach, because um, the situation is really what you make it, you know. Um, and again, you know, three times total, two of those was foot chases where I really just had to get the guy on the ground. Um, and the last one um, was me and my partner um, had to sort of take a guy down. But <laughs> other than that, though, I, you know, I wasn't smacking people. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't have to. So I asked this of all, I have, I, I know numerous police officers, and I always ask this question. At which point did you realize you really wanted to be a firefighter? <laughs> never. Yeah. Never. Good answer. Good answer. No. Yeah, never. I, I don't think he's being honest. Rob, it's funny. I never wanted to be a police officer. <laughs> Rob, the funny part is, uh, I don't know if you heard one of the other episodes. John wanted to be a police officer, and he went and he got accepted, and was supposed to become a police officer. His dad was heavy in politics. He was the deputy mayor of the town that he was going to be a police officer in. And his father sabotaged you. it. Yeah, oh, so my, man. Yeah, my father blocked it. So then I, I went and became a firefighter. I got you. Look, the next best thing. Uh, yeah, right? The right? next yeah, best yeah. thing. There you go. That yeah, the That's the catch thing. line right there. Our trucks are bigger. so. But uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one story. Um, I don't know if you mind sharing it, uh, Rob. When you were a trooper. Uh, remember when there was a deer that got hurt and on the side of the road? Oh man, yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, in, in routine patrol, 
uh, I'm uh, out and about, and um, um, I actually get flagged down uh, by family. Uh, hey, there's a, there's a deal over here struggling to move, struggling to move. Uh, yeah. So I thought, right, well, I'll take care of it. So I get out, <laughs> go over and take a look. Uh, and the deer is, is struggling to breathe. And I'm not sure if it got hit by a car. Cause it's, it's off the road a bit. Um, so I'm not sure if it got hit by a car. It was trying to move or, or, or what the case may be. Uh, so, so, so I called my supervisor, uh, and, and get it. I'm, I've only been out on the road for maybe a month or so. Called my supervisor and said, Hey, man, I got a deer here. Um, I'm not sure if the SPCA or somebody's going to come out or whatever to, <laughs> to, to, to check on this. And he told me, shoot it in the head. <laughs> so I, I but, said, do what? But wait, hold he on. Said, oh, shoot it. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Just rewind just two seconds, right? So the yeah. best part of the story is the family's like, are you going to, are you going to take it to the vet? Are you, <laughs> are you going to save its life? And Rob gets on the radio. He's like, uh, Hey, um, Sarge, I have a, he's like, yeah, just shoot it in the head. And he's like, uh, what? Yeah. And then he gets out there and he's telling the family, yeah, yeah. We got people coming to take care of this deer. And they're like, Oh yeah. And he's trying to like get them to leave because his, his, uh, I guess his supervisor was like, all right, I'm on my way. I'll show you what needs to be done. And Rob is trying to get, yeah, the, yeah, yeah you, you guys can just go, just go, go, go. We'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, I, I felt horrible, but I said, those people do not want to be here when he gets here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, I said, oh man, you know, I, I, not, not saying I wouldn't have done it, but, uh, you know, I just wasn't sure, uh, you know, with being in front of folks who are like, hey, can we get this deer some support? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, hey, just, let, just turn around. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but finally they left right before he pulls up. He gets out, walks up to the deer, shoots it in the head, gets, gets in the car and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And uh, so, we, so we called, um, so um, the highway folks come and, and take the deers away. But uh, I said, man, that was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Uh, it was not it was what like you a, expected, a, right? No, it was yeah. a little baby deer. Um, but the reality, yeah, oh man, the, the reality is, um, he saved that deer from going back on the road and causing a major accident. Right? It's unfortunate, correct? But that that deer, sure. it, it had to be euthanized one way or the other because it wasn't going to make it. And it was going to try to struggle back on the road, and God forbid, it would have caused a massive accident as a result of mm -hmm. that. So it's sad. But at the same time, you, yeah. again, it's the circle of life that we have to worry about more than anything else, right? But, yeah, for um, sure. But Rob, yeah. wh wh which part do you think I was a little over the top about you? I think I think you're an amazing leader. I mean, one of the things that stuck out to me about Rob when I first met him, um, he's quiet, takes a lot of he's notes. Beard. He's beard, yeah. He's quiet. <laughs> he's he beard. takes a lot of notes. He's very well spoken. He's educated. And doesn't say something unless it means to be said. He doesn't like to just kind of filibust just for the heck of it and, you know, just start throwing terms around. And, and I approached him and I said, hey, man, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. And when he started telling me, I'm like, man, you are beyond impressive. I, I got to see what I could do to help this young man take my job one day. And, and that was the promise, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Sam... I mean, it, 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 granted, um, 
you know, prior to meeting Sam, I had just arrived a few months to uh, a company in New Jersey, human service uh, nonprofit company in New Jersey, and um, and, and essentially was trying to get, get gain my footing because um, I hadn't worked in New Jersey. Uh, did some work in, uh, in the, from a nonprofit perspective in Delaware and Pennsylvania uh, for this company, uh, but then they sent me out to Jersey um, to, to assist with turning some things around. And um, um, in comes uh, Sam, um, and maybe a month or two uh, into into uh, my my tenure in New Jersey, and uh, and he he came to it was a pretty big meeting. The first meeting that uh that he actually came to, uh, I mean it's the CEO, uh, senior VPs, COOs, yeah, a lot of people in this meeting, and I'm like, who is this boy head guy over here who I haven't seen? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, who is this guy? I'm like, and uh, so the meeting went on, and uh, and Sam would ask a question here too. But every time he asked a question, I look over to my 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 other my my guy. His name is Rob too. Uh, worked for the company. Um, I said, who is this guy? We look at each other. Who is this guy? Came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but but obviously knew what he was talking about um, just from his questions, and uh, <clears throat> so. Um, so, uh, so Sam continues to to, to show up uh, a, a little bit, you know, here and there, and uh, and finally uh, we sat in my office today, and, and Sam said, "Tell me a little bit about yourself," and, and and just from that conversation, that was supposed to be about ten to fifteen minutes. I think we went about an hour, Sam, talking about different things in regards to leadership, you know, our past, uh, you know, and what's brought us to this point. And, uh, and I, I think the connection was built right there during that conversation. Absolutely. Um, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, real, real recognize real. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it was from that conversation, um, which, which, you know, was developed into our relationship and, and Sam really uh, taking on a, a mentorship um, aspect in, in, in my career uh, to, to this day. Um, you know, we'll spend time talking to each other on our rides and, uh, you know, some of the best advice, you know, some of, and, and, and granted, I, have, I haven't really been in the business a long time, but, you know, surely, um, you know, I, I'm probably where I am now, you know, because of Sam and, you know, and his guidance and, and, and just watching him work as a, as the agency head at that, at that space. You know, um, keep going. He loves this part. I, I hate it. So let's <laughs> yeah. stop. Let's stop hey, right I, here. I, I'd be lying. I, I'd be lying, John, if if I you know didn't put the facts out there. No, um, no, and it, it, you know, and it's 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 funny because um, to keep it positive, you know, uh, leaders create other leaders and they inspire them. And I think that you know, in talking about. Um, Sam and his leadership inspired you as well. So, um, you know, that's, you know, it's to pay it forward type of mentality and, and people like Sam and yourself always do that. And that's what make that's what makes people around us better. Rob, isn't that my term pay forward? Yeah, yeah, man. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, now from, from that aspect of, of us working together and, you know, and, and I'm a guy who, 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 who Sam said, I like, like to take notes. Um, I have a binder <laughs> just in, in regards to leadership 
when I see someone dealing with a, a tough situation or a tough task, you know, I, I like to, to to not only be a part of the process, but but I document the process almost um, because the, in in our business, you know, there's not a lot that's never been seen or never been done. Right. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of the situations that come about have been seen before. You know, and and, it, and again, it's about your experience and and, and where you're from, and um, you know, just the approach, just a business mentality approach to things. Um, you know, watching Sam, you know, handle those things, and and sometimes you know, it can be dealing with a, a difficult parent, a difficult family, or a difficult staff member. Um, and I mean, I think one of the biggest things I, I took from um, from Sam is, is is controlling the room, even from a um, a, a, fa- a large family gathering, uh, you know, a large staff gathering, you know, which uh, would uh, I, you know, you could teach anybody whatever. But it's the person that takes it and they then implement it with their style. And Rob has a style. The style that he has is it's very human. It's very touching. He tries to get to know the people. He tries to make sure that it's not just about business, but it's about the human aspect that we deal with. And that's where he wins people over very easily because he's he's genuine. He's always been genuine. He's always been honest. And I think that's one of the biggest things that you sometimes don't see in many leaders is they just come in, they kind of read the company line and they walk away without realizing how it could affect people. Um, we've been in a couple of meetings, right, Rob, where people came in with pitchforks and and torches ready to take us (laughs) out. And rather than shutting that down, you let people say what they have to say, you validate it, you help them understand why certain things are happening the way that they're happening and try to really in, in the best way possible to put a bow on it for them to realize they're a part of the solution. They're not the problem. And mm-hmm. Rob does a great job with that. That's why really he's inspirational in his role, no matter where he goes, people love him. People adore him because he's real. And I think it's hard to find many people that are real like that. The other really important part about Rob that, Again, he he doesn't mention too much. He's, no, he's being too kind, but I'll no, no, it's, you know it's the truth. He's very hands-on. Um, he's worked every Here. position in his chain of command to make sure that people learn from him, and he learns from them. That's a huge important part in any leadership role. That's when people get to respect you because they see you out there, literally on the front line, doing whatever needs to be done. He's never shied away from it. He's not the kind of guy that would say, oh, man, you know, I, I got my, my nice shoes on, so I can't go and help out. No, he jumped right in. Anytime, anywhere, no problem whatsoever. It's- so, Rob, did, when you, when you do your leadership now compared to when your leadership was, say, on a football field in college or as a police officer, uh, it, it, which led to which was it your football leadership led to you being a police officer leadership led to where you're at now to be a leader? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think just the, um, for me, I think just the consistency, uh, of being a leader who's willing to, to do whatever it needs to be done to get, to get done, you know, whatever it is, uh, that's how I was when I, you know, when I played, you know, when I was leading the defense, um, you know, I made a, a point, you know, to know what everybody else was supposed to do so I could support them any which way, you know, being the leader on the field, 
I think helped me in, in law enforcement, you mm-hmm. know, with being able to relate to people and understanding, um, especially being from the inner city and being a re- able to relate to what people are going through, you know, on a daily basis, you know, uh, being from a, a city like Chester um, and then being sort of hoisted into the city of Wilmington, um, sim- similar, really, really, really similar, you know, a lot of poverty um, and understanding and having empathy um, at the same time, um, you know, I think really helps me, but I think it's the consistency of being a good leader um, and making sure uh, that, first of all, people are heard, because wherever I'm at, I mean, where I'm at now, as a police officer, um, as a football player, you know, it's always about the people. You know, one way or another, it's, it's always been about the people for me. And and when leading people, um, uh, you know, you, you, that, that's when you start to make change, because you know, a lot of people like to say, oh, well, I'm I'm managing people. Now, uh, and I learned this from Sam, too. You know, I manage situations and I lead people. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> There's a huge difference, you know. Um, so leading people um, will, you know, will, will get you the buy-in that you need. You know, you don't want to have to try to manage people. Um, you know, that's, and that's, again, something that I've, I've you know, took from Sam. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think there's the consistency, man. I've been a leader for a long time now and um becoming a police officer especially a state trooper just sort of honed in my leadership skills um and that tra- sort of translated to where i'm at now because you know as a leader of a, a, a large human agency in you know a, a few states um things change you know from day to day um um situations change quickly sometimes <laughs> um and when you're um in the the IDD world, um, situations come up fast too. Um, yep. Developments come up fast. Uh, things move fast. Um, you know, some of the people who support could be having a bad day. Some are, some a really bad day and do things where you gotta kind of jump in, uh, manage uh, manage triage. Uh, sometimes you become a counselor. <laughs> sometimes you become uh, all of these different things. And um, you know, if if you don't have a connection. Or if people, um, you know, in Sam Church before, you know, this this one of the worst things in the world is a frightened leader. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's about how you communicate the message. Um, and I compare it to um, Sam Church just uh, being on a plane. You know, if uh, if the captain comes across, uh, there's going to be a little turbulence. You know, fasten your seatbelts, please. Uh, oh, okay, it's cool. Yeah, okay, it's usual. But if the captain came across and said, uh, "Fasten your seatbelts," I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> we're all gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, it, it, so if you communicate a message with panic and fear, um, you know it, that resonates with the people. But if people see a leader um, who 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 who's sustaining, um, and you know, no matter what happens, you know that level-headed person. You know, you'll be fine. You know, because people will follow your lead. Um, yeah, I've, I remember being early on as a police officer. I pulled up to my first shooting scene. I was scared to death. You know, I was like, "What the what? I mean, where's everybody at?" I was, I guess, I was the only person available. Pull up to a shooting scene. A guy's laying on the sidewalk, shot, and uh, of course, everybody outside the neighborhood watches. What am I going to do? So, of course, I got out. I got out the car, you know, walked over, got on the radio, gave out some commands, asked some people to 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 do different things. But I looked like I was in control, you know. But on the inside, I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, what did I sign up for? Why, why am I here? 
<laughs> literally kind of literally just scared like what the heck but you know it, it, it's it, 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 it's the leadership aspect though you know what people see and everybody felt good on that scene like oh man he came in he had total control the neighbors were like man he did a, oh man he did a great job um yeah <laughs> But that, but that's so, that's who you are. You immediately relate to yeah. the environment that you're in, and um, again, I've seen it firsthand, and it, it's it's refreshing. It's truly refreshing, and uh, I've learned a lot from Rob. Um, he he's kind, he's gentle. Um, my three favorite words is firm, fair, and consistent, and he really embraces that in such a way that when you're with him, you feel you feel protected. You feel okay. You feel that things are going to go the right way. And that's why he's as successful as he is with what he's doing now. Um, there's, there's, yeah. there's people that lead, as you just said, with, you know, putting fear into people and people that lead by relating and trying to help build them because there's some people that are happy where they are, even at the lowest level position, they're happy where they are and you need to congratulate them on that. You need to be able yeah. to embrace them with it and not try to force them out of that comfort zone just because you want to do that. So um, that's what makes you a good parent too, right, Rob? I mean, every morning. Do you have kids, Rob? Yeah, every morning yeah. I used to call them up on my ride to, <laughs> to, to go to work. It's a three-hour drive. And um, I'm like, hey, man, what's good? He's like, hey, man, I'm at the bus stop with my kids. I got to drop them off. And I hear him talking. To him. He's like, hey, uh, hey, Junior, come on, man. You know, you got you to relax. <laughs> just the way he's talking to his yeah, kids is like he's three. talking to us now. Yeah, three kids, three, uh, two girls, uh, a boy, and one will be here September 4th, another boy. Oh, uh, congratulations. Yeah, and, and hopefully that's it. I'm 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 pretty sure that's it. So, <laughs> well, you you know what they say. Once you have the fourth one, they'll you'll never notice the fifth one. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Good job, John. Yeah, Good but, job. Um, yeah, uh, nah. But I I love it, man. I love being a father. Um, you know, being involved, uh, been hands on since day one. Uh, my oldest is fourteen, going into high school. Uh, next one is ten. Uh, my son is five, and then my uh, obviously the baby boy will be here in a couple of weeks. Hey, um, so the good thing is nobody's going to be in college at the same time. So right, right, right. <laughs> but but right. Rob, let me ask you this: Didn't your daughters want to do a podcast at one point, or they had a YouTube so, channel or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, oh man. Um, that's how you, that's how I <laughs> no, I remember you, you sent me an email and I was like, who, there's these two girls names on your email. And you're like, that's my daughter's. They, they had a YouTube channel. I was like, Oh wow. Look at that. <laughs> so, so, so funny story, I, which I didn't even know until Sam had told me I was using it in my email and they got on my email and changed it to the Alex and at the Alex and the Ivana show. <laughs> that was, that was my email. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is a professional email. I had like R. Reed, my last name. They turned it into the Alex and Ivana show. And Sam was like, who is that? I didn't know who this was. That's great. A couple of other things. A couple other things about Rob. Um, number one, he's a good looking guy, sharp looking man, but he's got a twin brother. So just imagine two of him walking around. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, wow. right. I gotta, uh, he actually just left. Um, um, Sam, he was here actually helping us uh, move. I just bought a, a house, and um, he came down actually to help us move since my wife was uh, 
super pregnant, so he came down for a week, helped us uh, move some things. So very nice. Uh, he just went back to Atlanta. <laughs> John, you're going to be jealous. Get what? Guess what show Rob is going to be on soon? What show? House Hunters. Really? Give us the yeah. scoop. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, came. It was two weekends in a row we recorded. Um, uh, funny how we, how we, how we got to it. My wife. Uh, seven years ago when we bought our first house, um, wanted to be on the show and they said, oh, well, you can't move in for like five days because they got to record. I said, nah, I'm not weird. Nah, I, I don't, we, we got we to gotta go. Because um, uh, Alicia was running out of our apartment at the time. And uh, <laughs> so so I, I turned it down. Um, this time around, she's like, well, what do you think about us being on the show, show this time around? And, uh, and her being pregnant, I, I, I try not to tell her no too much. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so I, uh, I told her, yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay, cool. Um, so we had to do a couple. I really didn't know what I was getting into. Uh, so we had to do like five different Zooms calls with uh, HGTV, uh, with like three different producers. And uh, finally, they said, all right, well, can, can you guys can you guys be on? Because they don't, I did, which I didn't know. Um, you, those Zoom calls were like interviews, sort of, <laughs> uh, okay. to actually be on because they wanted to make sure. The folks who are on have some personality, right? <laughs> is what they told us. Um, so yeah, so they uh, they gave us a date. Um, flew a film crew out here of uh, of four people. Um, uh, what was it last? Yeah, about two weekends ago, and then last weekend too. So, so a full a full five days of recording. Uh, but it is from eight in the morning till six at night. I mean, all this for a twenty-two minute segment. <laughs> right, right. Um, which, um, which is going to air here in, in a few months. So I'll make sure you guys get the information. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to. But, but good experience. Though. We're gonna have My, to have uh, you. We're gonna have to have you back on when it airs, and we're gonna do like a a double screen, <laughs> so you could walk us through play. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. What were you thinking when you when you saw this foyer? That's what we're gonna ask you. We're just gonna do a play by play. Yeah. Hey, the, the, I, I will say this. Uh, we, I, I've, I've learned Don't that break my heart. Uh, one way or another, they'll put their spin on it how they want you to spin it. Don't break um, my heart, man. So if you don't, don't break if, my if heart. You don't say something the right way, or if you don't give a look, or uh, oh, well, let's do that again. This time, Robert, if you could just, you know, give me some energy and say this. I right. why I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I can see, I can see well, this now. Robert, Robert walks into the house with his his wife, who's. Like what, eight months pregnant, right? Yeah, said, yeah. Right? right. Walks in and they're like, Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. And the producer leans in and says, Robert, you don't like the carpet. Yeah. He's like, I'm not. And, yeah, and then his wife goes, exactly I really like the carpet. Happened. And they start arguing, right? About the carpet exactly. that Robert really likes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Exactly what happened. You know, depending on what house we were saying, you know, I like, I was supposed to like it. She wasn't supposed to like it. You know, I wasn't. Uh, it wasn't enough controversy. <laughs> Robert's like, she's eight months pregnant. I'm not arguing with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. And uh, uh, but no, it, it was a good experience. I, my, my wife enjoyed it. She actually has a, a degree in film uh, and has been involved with the, uh, other films. Um, you know, she's worked uh, BET Awards, MTV Awards. Um, she's worked at a few different things uh, throughout her career. Um, and is slowly but surely, you know, she wants to get back into it at some point. Um, so it, it was good. Uh, she was really happy to be around, 
you know, in the atmosphere of recording. She actually was uh, doing some directing, and um, the lady, the, one of the producers from HGTV said, why aren't you in the field? <laughs> so uh, so they exchanged information and uh, trying to set up, uh, once, she, once, some little, once some time goes past and um, she has this baby and everything, she's probably going to do some shadowing. So, you know, great experience great. for her. Um, um, that was one of her passions when she was uh, in college. And that was actually her, her second degree uh, was in film and photography. That is yeah, awesome. I, I, that, I mean, it, another fun I mean, fact, stage, of, but... another fun fact, John, we're not going to talk about you being on stage. <laughs> uh, but another fun fact about Rob and his wife, they were on, they were on uh, Waiting to Exhale. Were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but they could be. He's a good-looking guy, so is his wife. So yeah. I could see them on there. They could be standing yeah, side by yeah. side. Um, and we've been together. Oh man, uh, she's in ninth grade. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, a long time. That's great. The the great. the last uh, fact that I wanna the fun fact about Rob. Um, everybody's jealous of his lawn. <laughs> is it is it one of those carpet lawns? Isn't it? Hey, Sam, I, I gotta um, and and, and that's gonna be one of the tasks for the new home. I, I, I'm I'm so excited because the grass doesn't look good, a bunch of weeds in it. Um, so it, it's gonna be a great task, but I'm I'm so excited to transform it. <laughs> How long does it take you to cut your grass during the weekend? Are you talking? Uh, to me? You talking to me so or him? I, no, uh, Rob. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Oh, the, the, so the lawn I had, um, not too long. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a, a big yard. Um, but the lawn at my new home, it is pretty big. Not, not sand big. <laughs> are you, are you getting a rider mower or is it a push mower? No, no, no. Push mower. Push are you going to yeah, wear uh, a fedora? Say it again. Are you going to wear a fedora? Pro probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, yeah, Rob. I, I get into my zone, you know, headphones go on and. I'm in, my, I'm in my zone. I'm in my glory, actually. I can you see know, you out there. <laughs> Listen to your waiting to exhale soundtrack, just jamming and out. Yeah, it, it's go. funny. I usually cut the grass, and um, I don't. I'm not a, a big cigar guy, but I, I'll smoke one here and there. But if I, if I, if if I really do a good job, I usually uh, sit back, smoke a cigar, and watch, and, and and just watch the grass after I cut it. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it all looks good, John. This guy's yeah, not going to tell you. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's saying that he uses a uh, like a regular lawn uh, mower, push mower. He takes his scissors and goes out there to make sure they're all the same size. <laughs> I mean, that's how meticulous this guy is. Yeah, he's just unbelievable with his grass. I can see. Yeah, that. it's um, you know, it's just it's one of my hobbies, man. One of the one of my things that um. Uh, I don't know why, but you know, it's, my grass is important to me. <laughs> and and the cooking. He's a grill master. He's a grill master. And, and, and it's about and it was probably really the only two things I do besides stuff with the kids. Now <laughs> I grew I grew a little bit too. I I wouldn't consider myself a, a grill master just yet, but I'm close to it. <laughs> Come on, man. So, what's your favorite? What do you think is the best thing you cook on the grill? Uh, leg of lamb. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, Just leg of lamb. Cook it, like I, you I don't smoke, smoke it. it. You smoke it. Yeah, I smoke it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. I, I smoke it. About uh, depending on how much it weighs, it's usually about between six and eight hours. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I'm doing that in my smoker. I've been trying to, I got a smoker. So uh, okay. I'm doing ribs and I just bought a big brisket, I got pork butt. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And have you, um, have you smoked a turkey yet in there? I, I haven't. I haven't. I, I want to do that, man. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've been to uh, a few events where they had smoked turkeys. Pretty good. Um, but I haven't yet. Um, but but I um, I'm actually in the process of finding a new smoker right now. Um, just got into the house last week. I actually gave my uh, gave the stuff I had away because um, I want to start over brand new with some some new toys. So <laughs> good for you. I hear you. Good I for you. you. Um, before we close this out, um, how's your chess game going? <laughs> hey, look, I need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> so how many how many games did you beat me? Um, uh, I can't remember, Sam. I think it's yeah, I think it's zero. <laughs> yeah, Sam would, would would kick my butt, and uh, we we used to play chess online with each other, and oh um, yeah, yeah, I admit he 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 kicked my butt. <laughs> Listen, it's all about, and I used to tell him, um, if you know how to play chess well, leadership just comes normal because it's all about planning how you're going to make your moves and be able to go across that chessboard and, and get control of it. So um, it, Rob, Rob played a very good game. I mean, of course I cheated cause I played for many years before <laughs> and uh, it was unfair. Um, but you should have known when I brought my chessboard and had it in, in my office, right? Oh uh, no. In the office at work. <laughs> that, that, that yeah. was it. That was but, it. Yeah. You know, a, a gamer strategy. And I tell people all the time, man, you know, if, um, you know, a lot of people, especially in our business, uh, uh, leadership members, um, you know, become frustrated and, and, and stressed out, you know, from different things. And, and I tell a lot of people, especially young leaders, you know, stress is a, it's an indicator, you know, that you need to either change your structure or your strategy. <laughs> Very true. Um, you know, one of those two things, if you're stressed out about something, typically 90, 95% of the time, it's going to be your, the structure you need to look at or your strategy. And if you can find a strategy, uh, and that's, and that's something I enjoy, I just enjoy strategizing, um, anything really, <laughs> but chess is one of those things, you know, where strategy is involved that, um, you know, it's another aspect of, uh, you know, just sharpening your tools. Nice. Nice. Well, Rob, I like that strategy over uh we're gonna have to have you back on when um football season kicks in we're gonna have to oh man i'm excited i'm 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 pumped (laughs) yeah we i need i need another eagles fan on here yeah look uh, look i I know sam might not be too pumped but i'm pumped (laughs) (laughs) it's all right no no he's he's actually he's an eagles fan deep down inside i mean (laughs) it's not like they have any only when they play dallas that's it. When yeah. they play, I'm an Eagles fan, a thousand percent. When they play Dallas, but um, there's people yeah, in Dallas, yeah. not even Dallas fans. Let's be fair about this. <laughs> For sure. So yeah. during football season, I mean, Rob could tell you, John, no different than when I would trash talk with you and the guys down here. I would send them all kind of memes about the Eagles players, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if it's Dallas, I'll oh, forget it. It's like we just go to town. We just go to town. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Rob, it was a pleasure 
Thank you so much for coming on. Rob, it was it was nice meeting you. It was a pleasure. But real quick, give us a, a prediction. What's going to be the finishing Eagles record this year? Man, I'm going to say 14 and 3. Nice. I, I, nice. Think, I think they're going to be that good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, everybody's back, and they got some more key players, so right. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Fourteen, fourteen and three, and then the Giants are gonna be like three and fourteen. Yeah. Right. Well, there's a lot that was said, especially towards the end, that made no sense about the Eagles, but um, that's all right. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't hear it. <laughs> Did you have this? Do you have this Eagle sound? <laughs> yeah. Or the crow. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Hey, but uh, <laughs> no, quick... seriously, uh, Sam, John, thanks for having me on. Um, Jersey Smarties, man, I appreciate it. Um, and and definitely, if, if you haven't, and um, yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can find you guys. Um, tune in, listen. Um, and I am just you know elated to even have the opportunity to talk to you guys. Um, yeah, think about me again later on. You know, we'll talk again, especially when when House Hunters arise. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have and, you uh, back. I think the Eagles beat the Giants, maybe too. Yeah, absolutely. You broke up absolutely. on that last part. I couldn't hear you. All right, so thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks, Rob. So, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Rob. It was nice meeting you, man. You take care. Good luck with the baby. Yes, sir. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks, you guys. Be good. You too, good. brother. I love that guy. Yeah, he's really nice. I, I just, yeah. And he's an Eagles fan, so that's always a good thing. Yeah. Well, um, you know what's funny? Do you want to hear what's something funny? I just love uh, that. Talking about football and the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We have one listener in Dallas. What did they get lost? One listener in Dallas. It's probably Jimmy. No, wait. Jimmy. Who Name a Dallas player. Who's a good Dallas player? Oh, wait. They don't have anyone good. Dak, right. Dak Prescott. I mean, come on. Yeah. Maybe it's Prescott. Maybe he's listening. He's yeah. like, these guys are going to talk some trash on us. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, it's whatever. He probably, probably plugged the Wi-Fi extender into his gun rack or something like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a, a, any anywhere else that we've uh, come up on? Like, uh, I know we were having a hard time with South Korea last time, but... Uh... Uh, there was a quote in the newspaper, and um, the leader from South Korea, I can't North remember Korea. his name. North Korea. It, 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 it ended with Kim. Um, he uh, definitely said he should. Li- we, everyone should listen to the podcast. Yep. What, everyone should listen. You know, John, what concerns me is, um, I guess geography wasn't a strong point for you in school. Nope. Nope. I can tell. <laughs> Not at all. It's one of the Koreas. Listen. Our listeners just have to take my word for it. All right. They just have to take my word for it. Well, there you go. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Everyone, thanks for listening to Jersey Smarties. And remember, be safe and have a great day on purpose. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Jersey Smarties podcast on any number of formats. Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Just click on the button. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.
Thanks for listening to Jersey Smarties. Real talk, real people. Oh, thank you.